Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, obviously they beat the Wizards December 8th before they hit the road. And the theme was all, you know, reunions, right? Harry Giles out in Sacramento. They lose that one. Sacramento shoots the lights out, breaking records. They can't stop them from hitting threes. That film travels. Anyway, um, the Nets get ready to face Kevin Durant and the Suns. Of course, they get hyped for that one. The first night of the big three. Brad Beal is already hurt again. But that night, you did see KD, Beal, and Book all on the floor. And the Nets got the best of them and won that game. And we were all saying, oh, they won the trade. They won the trade. The Nets won the trade. Okay, so what? They went on to lose the next three games. We did not expect them to compete with the world champs on the second half of a back-to-back in that high altitude in Denver, Colorado. L, the Warriors game. Now, this game we're going to talk about in the in the Jazz game last night. We'll talk about briefly. So, from let's go to the Warriors game. When you're looking at the box score from this Warriors game, Cam Thomas goes off for 41. I just saw my guy Saint from Nets Kingdom, put out a tweet. And this is a this is something that, like, I don't I, – I get the narrative, and I don't have a problem with the narrative about Cam Thomas, and as we're going to talk about player to player, Cam Thomas is a great young player. He's a great young scorer. He's a, a great Brooklyn Net. Good to have him. Homegrown, drafted him. But, uh, you know, I just saw Saint put this out there. We can stop the narrative – that Cam only goes off in losses. The convo should be, why aren't his teammates stepping up? Now, that's exactly the conversation that I, I want to get into. But we'll look at this box score first. And we'll look at who needs to step up. Who needs to be called out? Who's making money and needs to do better? I know guys are hurt. I know injuries happen. I know this team has fought injuries the entire season so far. But come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, there's a couple guys that it's just like, all right, I know this team isn't a super team. It's the Hooper team. But we need more from you. So let's go to the Golden State Warriors box score. Uh, what stood out for you, Alex, watching that Warriors game? I obviously started off with Cam Thomas going off for 41. You could tell he had some spirit about him with Steph Curry on the floor. You could tell he wanted to prove something, but – the narrative is, and as of the last two games with Cam going off for um, 41 in, in this game and then going off for 32 last night, the narrative remains. The Nets don't win when he balls out. The Nets don't win when he goes for over 30. That's not their formula for success. So I'll let Alex take it away right now. The the, prob- the problem is, as D-Rock put it, thank you for the $5, um, is that uh, Jacques Vaughn has turned this team where you have two players that can easily make all defensive NBA first team and another one of the best 3 and D players in Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, 
into, into a bad defensive team. This yeah. is a bad defensive team. And all those games that we lose is because we give up too many points. And that's unacceptable from Jacques Vaughn. On the other hand, there are certain players that just don't uh, are not stepping up. Cam Johnson, you can make the argument, has been our most underperforming player this whole season. Yep. Considering his considering his expectations, because you know there are some certain players like I talked about, like Daron Sharp and Dennis Smith Jr. earlier in this season, or Spencer Dinwiddie or Royce O'Neal, where I didn't have as high as expectations as I did at Cam Johnson getting that bag. So you you we can't going on from like you had to resign him. like you 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 couldn't i'm not saying that we shouldn't resign him i'm saying that you had to because you couldn't just get him from that trade in the kd trade and have him as a two three month rental and just let him go for nothing and then once we resign him like okay you kind of have to step up with mikhail and i'll get into mikhail in a bit um but it's just not good enough. Like they're, they're like each player, like from our starting lineup, like has each had their signature game. Like Spencer didn't when he went off, I remember for 30, uh, Royce O'Neal had that 20 bomb. Uh, he just couldn't miss from three against the bulls. I'm pretty sure Cam Thomas has had a bunch. Mikhail Bridges had a bunch. Uh, Claxton has had a couple. Cam Johnson has not had that yet. Like Cam Johnson is not like, wow, he's been really good today. Like he he's been either average or below average almost every game. And it's not good enough. And, and hurt. After, and after the season, uh, you have to take into consideration, or maybe two seasons from now, you have to take into consideration that the twins like cannot be together anymore because you if you want to have championship aspirations two seasons from now where you need to make some big decisions on this team. Then you, uh, Cam John and Cam Johnson is still the same player as he is for this from this what we've seen this season. Then you have to get rid. And then Mikael Bridges, I don't understand why Jock Vaughn went for when you're down two when there's like no difference between the shot clock and game clock. Go for a quick two. Quick, I mean, actually, I don't mind a quick two, but I don't know why you give it to Mikael Bridges when he's been off all game. Cam Thomas had dropped forty. And you don't give it to him. I it makes no sense. Jacques Vaughn clearly, I I don't care what people say. Where, you know, he he plays him now, and he's like trying to make him a better playmaker. That's just Cam Thomas. That's not coaching. Cam Thomas is obviously going to get better. Oh, he hoops. Yeah, like he's been better at passing the ball. He's been a much better three point shooter this year. That you give Cam Thomas the ball. When it comes to clutch, also I don't I don't know if you remember this. It was the first game of Mikael Bridges' net career where, where like after the trade, um, it was the 76ers game, um, where we lost like the Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. hit it, but then it didn't count. Um, Mikael Bridges had a chance to either take the lead or tie the game that game, and it was identical to the Warriors uh, layup where it was wide open, and then he like I think he overhit it and it like just smoked the layup. Yeah. I'm like, like there. I understand he hit the clutch shot against the Hawks, but there, Dinwiddie and Cam Thomas should be closers. Mikael Bridges should not be your closer, and Jock Vaughn gave, gave him a play, and that was the wrong decision. So, um, he's trying to make him that. He's trying to make him that guy. He's trying to make him the focal point, the one, the closer, the star of the team in crunch time situations. But you have two proven guys. You have guys like Spencer who just do it. 
and Cam, who he's cooking, you give it to the hot hand. I don't know. It, those are the type of things that you think about watching the game. Those are the type of things that stay with you after the game. You hope that they learn from it. But what do I always go back on? Jacques Vaughn is a former player, veteran, veteran player, coach. He leans on his veteran players in many situations, late in the game, crunch time, whatever. Um, I don't know if he trusts Cam yet to drop a play for Cam. Uh, and with Spencer, I don't know. I, I give Spencer props, but it is what it is. So we've talked about uh, Cam Thomas. But really, everybody's talking about Cam Johnson, bro. He's averaging 13.9 points. That's 86th in the league. His $100 million is not 86th in the league. He's got five rebounds. That's 80th. 2.6 assists. Whatever. Field goal percentage, 44.5. I'm just... I'm getting to the point where I, I understand twinning them. I understand them being best of friends. I understand even the Brooklyn Nets forcing the fact that they are, you know, peas in a pod on us where you look at the content on the Brooklyn Nets page and it's got, uh, you know, these guys, how much do they know about each other? Oh, what job would you have if you didn't play basketball? How about you do your job and play basketball? Like Cam Johnson smoking layups, missing shots, uh, seven points last night. Let's go to the Jazz game, man. <laughs> jazz offense goes off. They weren't going off in the beginning of the game. They were down at half. That third quarter swung it. Then it was too little, too late. And the Jazz have a couple guys. You can't sleep on them. So looking at the box score... Ew, Cam Johnson, seven points? You play 26 minutes? You're a starter on this team making $100 million? And you were the only guy not in double did You had seven points? Two of nine? One of five from deep? Okay, you knocked down your free throws. But he's leaving much to be desired as a new player on this team as thing one and thing two to Mikael Bridges. And I was on the radio last night talking about his contract. And he's got a four-year, $94.5 million contract. Jalen Brunson, <laughs> his contract is uh, for $23 million a year. He's making close to the same money as Jalen Brunson. Four years, $104 million. Jalen Brunson's only making... 10 million more than Cam Johnson. Jalen Br Brunson puts the ball in the hoop consistently. We need him to step up.